Hello everyone, this is Metropolis Days, and in today's video, we'll be going over why I believe that Star Wars Battlefront 2 in 2017 from EA DICE was a disappointment, but it was an important one. Now before we get into the video, don't forget to like if you enjoy, and possibly give me a subscribe if you're feeling up to it. Now, we all know the disastrous way that EA decided to monetize this game, and of course that way was through loot boxes. And unfortunately, that decision killed the momentum of the game and also killed the popularity and it was met with a lot of scrutiny at the beginning of people hating the microtransactions and hating that you had to pay for something while also paying for a full 60 price game. This was stuff you'd see in a free-to-play game especially at that time. Of course if EA had chosen a different way of monetizing the game by not just using loot boxes such as a battle pass system kind of like Fortnite that was gaining popularity at the time we could be in a different universe where the game was still currently going strong and is receiving full content that we all wanted to see such as Ahsoka and Coruscant. But of course and unfortunately the game's lifespan was cut short by EA. Now of course all the blame isn't on just loot boxes and how EA decided to monetize the game. It's also in how they went about marketing their campaign and they marketed the campaign as being an Imperial soldier after the battle of the second Death Star and after the destruction of the second Death Star and what that would be like for them to see everyone they ever knew in the Death Star being destroyed again. But what we got was an Imperial soldier that would just turn to the rebellion in about three missions. And it's unfortunate, we never got a full Imperial story. It's always something that has to be Imperial and then straight back to the Rebellion. Now, nothing of note really happens during the campaign. The only thing I can think of that happens that would affect the overall Star Wars plot for around that time period is the mission where you play as Luke to find one of the Emperor's secret bunkers so that Luke can find the compass he uses to find the first Jedi Temple that would lead into The Last Jedi. Great movie that was. Now in my opinion, that's a pretty big failure in the writing department. The only thing that impacts the Star Wars plot is an already pre-established character that's in one mission and not the new character you've been hyping up and marketing for about a year or two before this. That's a pretty big failure. The fact that Ida Versio and Del got a happy ending despite being war criminals in the eyes of the rebels and how easily they gained the trust from them with no proof is just astounding to me how this got past the writing room and into the final script. I mean the only thing worse I can think of right now is the High Republic and the sequel trilogy. Don't worry I'll get to those. The best part about Star Wars Battlefront 2 is the live service that they put in after the game launched. There was a lot of stuff that we wanted to see and was promised, such as Clone Wars content, Clone Wars heroes, uh, we got the Clone Commando, we got Anakin, we got Count Dooku, we got Obi-Wan, we got General Grievous, we got all these really cool heroes after the game launched, and people were really excited, especially when Anakin launched. It was one of those things where it brought so many people back into the game, and people were excited to play the game again, especially when Clone Commandos enjoyed it came out that was like a super super big moment and of course that's not even counting all the maps they decided to add they added Scarab and Ajan Kloss and Felucia and Geonosis and it's crazy to think how much content this game got over the two years it was supported and it's unfortunate that it got shut down I, I'm still sad that it got shut down and we could have had so much more content even if it was just one more year we could have had so much more content that could have came to this game and it would have been awesome. All they had to do from the start, do a good microtransaction system. That's all they had to do and this game guaranteed would still be going strong right now. It's kind of ironic that Battlefront 2's launch is an example of what not to do 
when you're making a game and trying to monetize a game, and it's continued live support is an example of what you should do for a game if you want to keep the player base alive. It's still alive to this day, especially on PC, with everyone modding and everyone being able to do all these really cool mods and maps. There's a Coruscant mod right now in development from someone to make Coruscant Battlefront 2. Now that's awesome. That's what we should have seen in this game if EA decided to actually keep it going and they implemented a good microtransaction system. All they had to do, I'm gonna keep saying it because it's all they had to do. When this game's servers are shut down, we're not gonna remember the legacy of how the live service saved the game. No, we're gonna remember its offline instant action edition and the awful campaign that was poorly marketed and mismanaged and completely pointless. All it is, is pointless. Now I want to end this off by thanking everyone that has made it this far. If you have, go ahead and leave in a comment what you thought. Give me a like if you ended up liking this, and I'll try to give more content like this in the future. And I hope everyone has a good rest of their day.